Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Okay, we've got the president of SAFA on the line, Dr. Denny Jordan. President, good evening. Thank you for speaking to us on SAFM tonight and Happy New Year to you, sir. Happy New Year to you too. Can I just check with you? Uh, is this still okay? Yes, we can hear you, President. I think the line is fine. We can hear you. Thanks. Okay, I can also hear you. Thanks, President. We, yeah, we've called you to talk about the comments of the FIFA president uh, about every association having a stadium named after Pele. But before that, um, would it I, I would would it be someone you've met Pele, and if so, how were those interactions? No, look, uh, Pele was, as we said, it's more than a football player. Uh, he was uh, a ambassador for African football. Okay, he was. Uh, very, very pessimistic. Is very uh, always positive about uh, what Africa would achieve. You know that uh, he said before the year 2000, uh, African an African team will win the World Cup, and that was on the basis that uh, in 1996 the Nigerian team won the the Olympics. Uh, the Atlanta Olympics in 2000, uh, Cameroon won the Olympics. And uh, the Olympics is just a step down from the Senior Men's World Cup. Uh, unfortunately, that hope, prediction of his uh, was never materialized. And the closest we came now was Morocco getting into the semifinal. So maybe one day uh, that wish of Pele uh, will become a reality. Oh, well, we are getting closer and closer, and, and judging by how Morocco uh, did, we are definitely getting there, President. Now, now, how do you understand then the comments of the FIFA president at his wake last week? Is it is it a request? Is it a plea? Or is it an order to the to the other nations or to the associations? No, I, I think it's a suggestion, it's a, um, a hope, because uh, FIFA has two hundred eleven countries who are members of FIFA. So basically what you are looking at is 211 countries must have a stadium called Pele uh, as a national stadium. Um, I think the commercial people will tell you from a commercial standpoint, uh, it's not going to be uh, viable. And of course, it must take into account that uh, each of these countries have their own uh, major uh, icons. Um, you can go to the Netherlands, to England, they will argue, Italy, Germany, they all argue uh, that their own icons. Uh, <clears throat> but in South Africa's case, of course, it opens a very important debate because, you know, rugby has many stadiums named after rugby uh, icons or rugby administrators. Football is hardly anything. And when we were building the African uh, the World Cup stadiums. Um, two of the stadiums have been named after politicians. Uh, the Peter Makaba Stadium, the Moses Mabida Stadium. Uh, and so we have a situation that none of these stadiums actually uh, was named after any football icon. So it is an important debate for us. Now, the second thing that in South Africa, and particularly for football, Football does not own any stadium, uh, nor does we have uh, 
lease agreements on these stadiums where rugby either owns the stadium or has a long lease agreement. In F and B's case, of course, that was the first attempt in 1985 where football wanted their own stadium and took a loan from F and B to build that stadium. A stadium, as you may know, was half built. That loan was paid off just before uh, uh, we were awarded the World Cup. And because we had to complete the stadium, we had to hand over the stadium to the government because the government said we can complete the stadium. However, we cannot make an investment in a stadium not owned by government. So we had to hand it over. And since then, government has now leased the stadium to an event company, so football still. In spite of our hope that we will own a stadium after the World Cup, none of these stadiums are owned by anybody in football. So there is that issue, and therefore the debate as to what and the stadium must be named and after whom the stadium must be named is actually not a, a, a debate in the hand of football, but it's outside either the city or the provincial government or national government. But we will have to place that debate in the context that uh, you have the Danny Craven Stadium, you have the uh, Opperman Stadium, the Loftus Felser Stadium, and so on. Nothing uh, in there, in my own hometown, we had the Butirasma Stadium, nothing named after anybody in football. So this thing of uh, that you must name a stadium after Pele, uh, I think open uh, the focus on, on the need for football to deal with these issues. But I think maybe, uh, I don't think that you have 211 Pele stadiums all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have an NEC meeting where we will discuss this matter and we will uh, make our position clear on, on this matter. Okay, so so when you're saying you're going to discuss this matter, then President, does it mean that are we considering the request from 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 FIFA? Well, we have to put it uh, before the members. Uh, this is the the, the suggestion, uh, but it must be placed in the context that you can't name something that you don't own. We don't own mm. these stadiums, uh, so the government may ask us now, who told you? to name this stadium after anybody, for that matter. Mm. So, so uh, yeah. we'll have to have that debate, both the, the lack of ownership and control of football facilities and football stadiums in the country, and the recognition not just for Pena, but for football icons uh, in our country. Okay, so if I understand you correctly, President, I think for you, the first option is to honor our own football icons because, like you're saying, every country has its own football icons, but ultimately the matter is out of your hands because we don't own the stadiums, even though it's going to be discussed at the NEC. Yes, that's what happened. Uh, I think that uh, if you go to Argentina, do you think that they will name the stadium after Pele first and then Maradona and then Messi? or not after Maradona and Messi, but after Pele. And that does not mean that Pele has been by far the greatest player ever. Mm. No question about that. Uh, we can speak of our own uh, support that we received from Pele. When the world was on us about the plan B and the World Cup must be taken away and uh, 
the World Cup is going to be a disaster and we're not going to make money. Pele stood up and said, no, you must have confidence in Africans in Africa. And the World Cup will be fine. And it was voted in, by 2010 the best World Cup ever. And the highest revenue up until that stage. In Germany, they received $2.8 billion, that's FIFA, from the World Cup. In South Africa, $4.5 billion. It's 53% more than Germany. So it was a very, very successful World Cup. And it dismissed this notion that Africa cannot uh, host or organize uh, major events like a World Cup. So yes, he made his contribution, and I think that uh, the executive members will uh, discuss these things. But of course, we have PSL uh, uh, <clears throat> members there. We have uh, Kaiser Motahung sitting there, and I'm sure he'll have his own perspective that he will share with the executive. Okay, for those who are just joining us, we are speaking to the president of SAFA, Dr. Danny Jordan, just to get the association's thoughts on the suggestion made by FIFA President Gianni Infantino uh, that uh, every nation should name a stadium after Pelé. We've got a couple of voice notes. We're going to take a quick break and we've got a couple of voice notes. And we've also got... And Okay, let's play the voice notes. Hey, good afternoon, Tabiso. You're speaking to Tembela here. Um, Tabiso, I think for me, it's a noble gesture, good one, but unfortunately, I would think that other countries, they can honor that. But for us, I think the first uh, uh, stadiums that we need to see named our, uh, after the football players, Joe Mosono, Keizam Lucas Khadebe, Neil Tovi, um, uh, Steve Kalamazoo, uh, um, Ace Nzuleng, and then for Gianni Infantino, he must increase African representation at the World Cup um, because we've, I think we've got 54 nations. Good afternoon, Tabiso, and to Dr. Jordan. This is Felicity from Johannesburg. Dr. Jordan, I humbly request that you, you know, submit our apology to FIFA and tell them that South Africa just cannot grant their request. We are unable to honor them, but we are not against it. You know, indeed, Pele was a great player, and um, I suppose SAFA also, you know, you can use this opportunity to get your house in order and make sure that SAFA produces great football players. The legacy of South African football should be held up so that we can also produce the bellies of this world, so that we can also produce great coaches. We can't have Bitum Simani and Benny McCarthy carrying South Africa on their shoulders. We need more people to go out there. Thank you. Good evening, Tabiso. It's Mandilake in Deep Salute. FIFA shouldn't come with agendas that uh, to come and decide for, 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 for countries. They're not running these countries. Um, uh, Pele Daniel for Brazil is a Brazilian. We acknowledge him as a world best player, but we don't owe Pele anything. Brazil should give each and every country money to do stadiums for, 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 for uh, after Pele's name, or FIFA should do that. Okay, thanks for those. Keep them coming. 0614104107. And I think the reaction was a bit similar also when we, 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 we did discuss this for a few minutes on Friday, uh, President, that it seems like even most of the football-loving public is against this decision. What do you make of the just of the reaction from some South Africans? Uh, 
No, I, I think it's quite understandable. It's quite understandable. Let us take Nelson Mandela, one of the icons of the world. Must we now say there must be a, a city in each of the countries named after Nelson Mandela? It's not going to happen. That's why I say that each country has its own unique history, and whether it is in sport, in politics, uh, or whatever, the social endeavor. And uh, we must allow those countries to debate this issue, uh, as I've indicated we'll do, uh, and we will respond uh, to Fifana Ed, the, um, the matter that was raised. Uh, what about Kalamazoo? Uh, you know, the Dutch mm. uh, sang his praises. Mm. Uh, and maybe he was the Kalamazoo for the Dutch. He's one of the few players who scored uh, hat-tricks regularly. And there are many others. We uh, mentioned Joe Masono, the Skyler Matuong, and so on. So, uh, but it's not a decision that I can take. The NEC will discuss it. Uh, they will reflect on what uh, views have been expressed, and I'm sure that uh, we'll, we'll come out and announce the position and have to inform FIFA that this is our position. On the African continent, uh, Cup Verde has already named their stadium yes. after Pele. Uh, they are the first African country that, uh, in Pantino's words, were hardly cold when they said, yes, our stadium is the Pele National Stadium. So when we play them again in Cup Verde, <laughs> we'll play in Pele Stadium. And now the FIFA wants them, when they come back to South Africa to play us, they must play in the Paris Stadium. Uh, so uh, that's why I say these matters will be discussed, and I'm sure the NEC will uh, finalize the matter and we will inform the public and we'll come back to SFM to say, look, for these reasons, this is the decision. Yes, and I believe even Guinea-Bissau are going that route and have also agreed to name a stadium after Pelé. Just finally, uh, President, as we as we wrap up now, um, what is the association looking forward to this year in 2023? What's the main focus? Well, the the main focus, of course, which which is not just one. Uh, there are various focus areas, but the Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand, uh, Banyana is going there. They go there as African champions. They go there as the second uh, best team in terms of ranking on the African continent. Nigeria, of course, is still ranked number one, even if we are the African champions. Uh, so it's important for us. In our second uh, World Cup, we were there in 2019 in France, uh, that uh, they must get to second round. But in order to do that, we are in a group with Sweden, with Argentina, uh, and with Italy. These are big teams that all rank above us, uh, and we want uh, the technical team to do whatever is necessary to get to second round. That is uh, one. The second thing, of course, is for Bafana, who has uh, three games in the African Cup of Nations. Uh, the first two games is against uh, Liberia, home and away. And if we win those matches, or win one and draw one, then we'll qualify for the African Cup of Nations 2023 uh, in uh, Cote d'Ivoire. Now, that is an important issue. That's why 
we played seven friendly matches to give the coach enough time to look at the kind of players that he has in mind uh, because in March, within a week, we'll have to play two matches again. Liberia um, home and away, and that will determine uh, the, the qualification. Then we have the final match against Morocco in South Africa. And that, I think, is going to be a huge test for us and a huge opportunity uh, for South African uh, football fans to see Morocco against Pofana, uh on home soil. Uh, and that will be the last match in our group. Then we have the under-23 that must play against uh, Congo, home and away. And if they do so and, and qualify for AFCON, and then uh, we hope that for the third consecutive time, we'll qualify for the Olympics, this time the 2024 Olympics in Paris. So the under-23 has a huge task ahead of them. Our under-17 team has also qualified for AFCON, and they will go and play for three places in the World Cup, under-17 World Cup. And uh, we've asked our coaches to prepare those teams and uh, hopefully that they will get one of those places uh, for the African continent for the under-17 World Cup. Then finally, our schools team. You may know that both... Uh, boys and girls. The mm. Boys and girls are the champions of Kosafa. Mm. Uh, and they are going to play in the Pan-African uh, Cup for schools. And uh, I am confident that uh, Clapham, who has been the champion school for five consecutive years in the Cape Cup, will do very, very well in the African Cup of uh, Nations or Pan-African Cup for schools. Then finally, of course, you know that when it comes to women's club uh, championship, unfortunately, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns could not defend their title. They were the champions, but they had two players sent off, uh, and it was very difficult for them to defend their title with nine players, uh, and they were, were really under pressure. Uh, and we are still the second best club team on the continent. And we wish all of our clubs in the CAF uh, Champions League all the best as they continue uh, to make it to the final round. So it's quite uh, a busy and demanding uh, year for our South African football. Okay, looking forward then to what promises to be a good year for South African football in 2023, President. And we look forward to speaking to you uh, more frequently this year. People have been asking for you to come and just discuss our football matters. So I'm glad we've been able to speak to you as we start off the year. And hopefully we'll have more of these conversations going forward. No problem. Thanks, President. But, uh, yeah. well, I'm going to Algeria for the CHAN. Okay. And then uh, FIFA has a meeting in Paris where we will be attending. And the focus there is the focus there is technical matters, and our technical director will go there, have meetings with us in Bangor to deal with the technical advancement of yeah. South African football. And we are very happy that you have an energetic technical director uh, like Walter Steinbock, who will participate in that engagement yeah. uh, in the FIFA technical seminar. Yeah.
And, and just finally, President, would you have an update for us on the condition of Clive Barker? When we spoke to Kevin Hunt last week, he was telling us that he was in hospital and not doing well. Yes, I just got a message from his son. I, I made a contact with him, and he said that uh, he is uh, stable, but uh, he's still under uh, serious treatment. So we wish Clive all the best. And uh, we hope that uh, he'll have a full recovery. And uh, we'll keep in touch uh, with the family. Uh, Clive, of course, is the only South African coach to win the African Cup of Nations for South African in 1996. And then also, uh, Apona, who is mm. our referee, has been appointed to go and referee in the Women's World Cup. Uh, and we want to congratulate her. We now had... Uh, three referees in the World Cup, uh, two of them in the Men's World Cup, and now one in the Women's World Cup. It means our technical officials are also very, doing very well on the international stage, and we want to wish uh, Akona all the best and look forward to her uh, handling those matches in the Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, definitely. All the best to uh, Ref Akona Makalima. Thanks, President, for speaking to you. I think you've been very clear about where we stand with this issue. Uh, thanks for taking our call. Thank you. Thank you, President of SAFA, Dr. Danny Jordan.